This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Molly System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Stacey Hall is uh, one of our top affiliates here inside of MLSP, and it's, it's such a cool story, man. It really is. Over the last few years, has done amazing things in MLSP, amazing things in this profession. She's rolling out her third book right now. She just, you know, moved over to, she saw an opportunity and is like breaking records over there and really setting up, you know, setting it up nicely because she's built an audience, because she's doing what she teaches and what we teach here inside of MLSP. And it's, it's been really, really cool. And, and it, you see that now, right? She was running and hustling in this affiliate contest. She did amazing, right? Multiple revenue streams, completely free. Laptop, boom, you know, laptop and cell phone, she's good to go. That whole dream life and business that we're promised, man, she, she's, She's built that. Right? That's pretty cool. But a few years ago, I mean, she was a gal who was, you know, I wouldn't say she was broke. She was making a few grand a month doing the thing. But just burnt out, literally got sick because of doing what this industry and what her upline were telling, was telling her to do, which is most likely what you're told to do. And then she found a better way. And now she's free. And now she's at home, Las Vegas with her pups. Her husband, and, and she's free. It's pretty darn cool, man. So this is a go for yes, gal. When you hear us talk about that, that's her signature course. Stacey Hall, good morning, my friend. Welcome to Wake Up Call. Good morning. And, Brian, love it. Love everything you said. And uh, the topic today is what? Me worry? <laughs> I wonder how many people remember that line or even Mad Magazine. I, you know, I, I I planned this topic out last week before I knew what was going to happen yesterday. And so um, it's just interesting, the timing. I wonder if I had a premonition. Because here's the thing. Wishing, worrying, hoping, none of those feelings or some people would call them actions, take us where we want to go. And I know a lot of people have had a lot of conversations about what would happen if social media goes down and the vast majority of them never did a thing about it. They just worry about it. What would happen? And they'll have long dialogues about it. And what are the reasons for it? Like yesterday, I saw so many conversations once Facebook came back up. And on Instagram, all the speculation about what caused it. It was very straightforward. There was a 60 Minutes episode. A whistleblower on Facebook, who had also worked at Instagram, uh, came out with some things. And so it was to be expected that they were go that company was going to have to make changes. And notice they didn't give us any warning. Like, do you get that Facebook doesn't think it owes us any notifications? 
Pay attention to that. Facebook does not answer to its users. It answers to another authority. And so knowing this, we've known this for a long time. Anybody who uses Facebook, try to get an answer when something, you know, they keep you from writing a post or they block you. I was in Facebook jail six times in five months. You don't get answers. Most of the time, they don't even tell you why. They just do what they do because it's based on algorithms. Now, you come, you do something that triggers the algorithm, you're out or you're blocked. And that's why they say, you know, you're really a social media marketing expert as soon as you get blocked from Facebook because it means you were doing enough stuff to trigger the algorithm. You want to worry about that too? Go worry about it. What I did, I didn't worry. I kept hunting for what to do if I could never figure it out. If I was never able to figure out why Facebook was doing what it was doing, because I had no idea, I started looking for alternatives. And as Brian said, email is the alternative. Companies like AWeber, Constant Contact, MailChimp, there's tons of them out there, make it really easy for us to be able to craft a post. I mean, it's funny because some people think of emails as now they have to write a book. No. You take a post that you would have put on Facebook or Instagram or a video you would have put on Facebook or Instagram, you stick it in an email. Nothing to worry about. We know how to do that. You just put it in the email. And these these services have templates. It's not like you have to learn. There was a time you would have had to learn how to code and do it. Not anymore. You just open up their template. You drop your stuff in it. And away you go. Nothing to worry about. You can put in pictures. You can put in videos. You can make it as long or short as you want. But that's not what keeps most people from creating their email list. What keeps most people from creating their email list is the question I get over and over and over again. But Stacy, how do you ask for their email? I ask for their email. Yeah, but isn't that like nosy and pushy? See, worry. There's the worry coming in. I don't worry. Everybody knows if it's true, and, and thank you, Facebook. I mean, I could kiss the feet of Facebook today because they've just proven what I've been saying for a long time, what all of us at MLSP has been, have been saying. Thank you to Diane Hawkman, who three years ago helped me update how I do my emails. And she just did it, and Brian just referred to her again, that you know she always relies on email first. She's leading the pack. And if you're here at MLSP, you get her training at no charge. It's fabulous. Fabulous training. Easy, easy, easy. Nothing to worry about. 
that you'd have to be willing to do what I do. So when I make a new friend on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, when I'm there, which is hardly ever, the first thing I say is, you know, since we like each other, if anything happens to social media, I'd like to stay in touch with you. May I have your email address? I don't think there's anything salesy, smarmy, pushy, yucky about that at all. Since we're connected here, if anything happens to this platform, I'd love to stay in touch with you. May I have your email address? I'm going to tell you one in about 20, maybe. I'm like, I've never really done the statistics because it's so rare that somebody says, no, I don't read my email. Okay, then. Okay, then. That's good because that means you're not actively out in the world if you're not receiving emails. Sprout sends me emails. My grocery store sends me emails of specials. I look forward to those emails because I know by being on the email list, I'm finding out about the specials before I go in the store and get all distracted. And when I sign up for a summit, I know I'm going to get notification of when the speakers are going to be speaking and probably some extra bonuses. Email is not coupons in the mail, although a lot of people still love those coupons in the mail. I just got to admit, I don't spend my time looking at those because I get my news, if you will, my valuable information from the emails that I signed up to receive. So there's the distinction right there. I don't worry about asking somebody for their email. If they give it to me, I have their permission and I have it in writing. They gave me their permission. It's called permission marketing. Not other kinds of marketing. I don't go looking on the internet, can I find their email to put it on my list. See, that's the stuff people used to do and they're not allowed to do it anymore. You have to be able to prove you have permission. So that's it. So I don't worry about that. I just ask. Because worry engages my mind in a way that keeps me from taking action. And I know this because I probably was the world's biggest worrier. I was actually taught to be a worrier. Worry, or someone who worries a lot is probably an easier way to say that, be understood. In fact, I had a boss who gave me a raise because he said I was one of the best anticipators he had ever seen. Anticipator is just a fancy word for worrier, a person who worries a lot, because they did. You, I would be able to explore every possible scenario. I was an advertising account executive. 
and we would do the marketing report and then we would sit around before we went and talked to the client about what the research shows and what we would recommend and then what would happen if they said this and what would happen if they said that and what would happen. And my boss loved that because it made it look like I was really working hard, which I was. I was also developing a very nice ulcer in my gut because I would lay awake and I'd go, did I think of everything? Did I think of everything? Did I think of everything? Am I prepared enough? Okay, the sleepless nights, like, oh, goodness. And I would go to the client. You know what would happen. If they asked any questions at all, it wasn't about the things I worried about. I wouldn't be prepared to answer. I'd still have to say, let me take a look into that and I'll get back with you. Now, why couldn't I just do that at the start? Why did I have to cost myself sleepless nights? Why did I have to start churning up the acid in my stomach? Why did I have to be snappy with the people around me because I was working on a short fuse? Because my brain was full of what if and 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 what if. What if I had just done my research and then said, this is what I'm going to do, and whatever happens, I'll know how to deal with it after that, or I can go get help to deal with that. That's the beauty of MLSP. There's always somebody in our MLSP VIP group, always somebody, because there are members of MLSP from around the world, so it doesn't matter what time zone. Like, if you're awake in the middle of the night, there are people on the MLSP VIP group on Facebook, as long as Facebook is up. And you can ask any question. So if somebody responded to you and you don't know how to respond back, you can ask for help in the group. Benefit of membership. Very cool. There's probably somebody who's dealt with the same things you have. We're here to help. There is absolutely no reason to anticipate or worry. Now, let's talk about wishing and wanting. And then we're going to move us over to the My Lead System Pro Business page to continue the conversation. Wishing and wanting, I think, gets taught when we are a child. And maybe it has to do with Santa Claus. What do you want Santa to bring to you? What do you wish for Santa? What's on your wish list? Like somebody's going to magically come and bring it to you if you just wish hard enough. Or maybe it's also our parents. Will I, you know, wish my parents were a different way? Wish my parents would give me this. Wish my parents would fill in the blank. No control. It comes from a feeling of having no control and hoping that something magical will happen. Magic happens. Every once in a while, magic happens. I can attest to it. I have experiences that I have no idea how they got created 
any other way than through magic. But most of the time, what I get, I created. I was in control of myself. I took control of a situation. I did the work. I got the intended result. So wishing and wanting just engages our mind in continuing to feel like a victim. Instead of somebody who says, this is my goal, this is what I'm going to learn how to do, this is what I'm going to accomplish as a result. So that's the topic that I'd like to go over to the My Lead System Pro business page or fan page, whatever you call it, on Facebook. As Facebook is up, we can actually do it there today. And let's talk about wishing, hoping, worrying, and how that drains us of inner energy we have to take action and how we can take action instead. I'm Stacy Hall, better known as the Go For Yes gal because I have the Go For Yes program here in My Lead System Pro. And what is Go For Yes about? It's about expecting people to say yes instead of expecting people to say no. And if we expect yeses, guess what we get more of? So it's not a theory class. I actually teach you how to identify and attract the ideal audience that will say yes to you for your offers. I teach you in my five-part video series inside of My Lead System Pro and get with the person who invited you to listen to this podcast. If it was me, I'm ready to send it over to you. I get with the person who did invite you and... Take advantage of the Go For Yes as part of your membership. I'll see you over on Facebook. Thank you, Zucker, Berg, for getting us back on today. And uh, let's continue the conversation. Love you all. I'm wishing you an abundance of sales, satisfaction, and success today, every day, every week, every month, every year, and for all the years to come. Bye. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.